You're listening to Time to Lean, and here's the song, episode 14. John and Phil talk for a while, and then write a song about something they talked about. Probably. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the letter V. John is doing a live, uh, we're recording John, uh, getting a drink, <laughs> making a drink, I think. <laughs> Maybe we'll edit this out. I already made a beverage. John didn't make a beverage. So I, I will do a, a vocal uh, enactment of what I think is happening. So John is uh, looking for something. Uh, he uh, put something down. And uh, now he's looking for another thing. <laughs> uh, sometimes I make myself laugh. I don't... <laughs> no one else will. That's okay. I thought this was going to go differently. I thought John was going to talk while he was making a drink <laughs> and describe what he was doing. I, I, we're in different places. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Okay. There's, there was a clink. That's a glass or something. It sounded kind of metallic. That's Metallica. Oh, okay. That's his ice machine in his fancy space age fridge. He's, uh, getting some ice. I wonder what kind of cocktail he's making. <laughs> All right, a bottle was opened. Oh, let's all guess what he's making. Uh, I think he's making a, I think he's making a Vesper. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, I can maybe add that to a, make that into a rhythm track for something. Oh, he can't hear me. This is kind of one of those like ambient sound recordings, like a nature nature recording that you might get, and then they add music to it or uh, like an environmental landscape soundscape kind of thing going on. Except it's uh, live from okay. a suburban kitchen. Did you get that? Yes, and more. I, I I thought you were going to describe what was happening, so I was just laughing really hard because <laughs> we'll fix it later. Wrong. If you survive that, you'll get a prize. We're all out of prizes. Okay. I didn't know if it would pick me up. It wasn't. Well, the audience and I had had some fun. <laughs> you guys had a moment. <laughs> Us guys. There. That's that's better. Okay. Well, hi, Phil. Hi. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, toilets. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what that reminded you of. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so let's get the drink part out of the way since you had to listen to all that. Yeah. Well, so you, okay. made, you made something, I'm guessing. 
I made a Vesper. Ah, that was my guess. Not that- not a Vespa, like the scooter, <laughs> but the drink. Did you know that Vespas run on Vespers? No. You almost could. Is there enough alcohol in Maybe. Like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> it would run badly. Wow. It might putter a little yeah. bit more than a regular um, Vespa. To, to save everybody the trouble of looking it up on Wikipedia or something like that, uh, this this drink is a variation on the standard martini. It, well, it is a martini. I, I believe originated with the first James Bond novel, hence the name. Um, Casino Royale was the name of the book. Bears little resemblance to the older film. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> the one with Peter Sellers in it. That's just a cluster. It's a variation on the standard James Bond martini, although it has it, it is shaken, not stirred, and it's got um, vodka and gin in it. Three to three it's to one. Little, yeah, it's like three to one um, gin versus vodka. All right, and uses a. A certain kind of kind of a sweet white wine, kind of like a vermouth. Yeah, a little different. The stuff I'm using is called Kochi Americano. Kochi is the brand name. And I think there's another brand, if you look it up, that, that's more traditional. But this one has almost a lemony flavor to it. Yeah, I, I wonder uh, that other one's called Lele or something like that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's exactly but it. But I, I don't know what, because I made one earlier as well not today but uh last year and uh i didn't have i I wanted to try it but i didn't have this lillet or any other equivalent so i just put a little white wine and uh sweet white wine and something else it it was good but it was different than what what i what you made last time i was at your place we had vesper a vesper so there good yum yeah it's good and you you throw a a twist of lemon in it. And well, we tried to our best twist. Oh, that was really sad. I we, I was hoping one of us would do better at it. I I don't know. With more practice, I think we could get it. Anyway, it's it's a nice variation if you like um, traditional martinis. It has a little bit of a citrusy note to it, if you will. It's very refreshing. And yeah, it's good. If you find this, if you find some version of this. Uh, vermouth like stuff it's pretty easy to make yeah and um yeah and i, I like to I, I good excuse to use the, the 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 nice boston shaker i got recently yeah that's pretty slick seals right up stainless steel boston style shaker yeah it's great a boston style shaker made in japan ever since the 80s the Japanese have been trying to take over our economy. It's like two cups that that sort of seal up you know, together what, somehow. Yep, they seal up. There's a smaller one and a larger one. Bartenders use them. Um, this other style, which is traditionally used at home, is called a cobbler. Well, that's probably what I have. Named after Rapid City Central High School. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that explains a lot about our um, high school experience. Yeah, that we used a lot of cobbler shakers. <laughs> at shakers. Hey, go big, go big red. <laughs> um, no, it's the style with the cap and the little strainer built into the top. Yeah, yeah, and th- those I've used for years, and they can, they can work well too. Um, a lot of them tend to leak. Well, they they drip down the side after you pour. Um, yeah, I, I did finally figure out. I could never figure out how to get the top off very well because um, it was so cold. But I I saw right, a bartender right. the, just tap it a little yep. bit. The the material uh, changes. 
when the temperature changes. It expands the uh, molecular structure. No, but the uh, you, they tap it a little bit. That helps a lot. You don't want to tap too much to get a dent in it. But I can see why they make or they use the kind that you have because it, it still gets a seal. But because um, mm-hmm. it cold, <laughs> it's cold, so it expands and, and it connects, seals up. Tune in next week on Doctor Science when he answers the question: Why does it hurt when I pee? But you don't get that. Or, or the alternative thing. version of that is instead of two stainless steel tumblers, if you will, uh, you use the stainless steel for the large bottom piece, and then like a pint glass for the top. I've seen that. I've seen that's that probably more too. often at at bars. Anyway, blah blah blah. So it's, that's it's from a good drink. Japan. Nice. These are Japanese stainless steel. They just they're the ones that got reviewed best online and I'm sure there are other good ones, but the they, they a lot of the reviews all say these do not leak. <laughs> that was uh they also made the Jinsu knives or whatever, didn't they? And the Sobakawa pillow. <laughs> Ginsu knife. It's Ginsu. <laughs> Did I say Jinsu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's called I Still Have a Problem with My G's. There you go. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> God, we're already in trouble. I think we need a break. No. <laughs> uh, more drinks. We just started. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I just had some... Uh, some. Uh, uh, oh, no. What was it? The Eagle Rare. That's what mm. I had. I just had a little Eagle Rare. Oh. Nothing fancy. What else did we have when I was out there? We had that... Uh, Bauhaus. Oh, we had a little tasting. Uh, so um, the big, the big thing we had is some Blanton's. Blanton's, bourbon, yes. Which my mother in law was nice enough to get me for Christmas. She scored a bottle somehow. Yeah, that it's 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 gotten very tough to get. Um, the apparently the store she got it from only got three bottles in on that particular shipment. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty crazy if you think about it. They parse it out. Well, some places have a lottery. Yeah, a lot, the stores here in the Twin Cities that I, if you ever ask them, they say, yeah, we have so few that we, we have to have drawings for it, the opportunity to buy them. Yeah. Just the same way they do Pappy Van Winkle and some of the other ones that have gotten really popular. Is that what you were on once? Did, weren't you on a lottery for a Pappy? Or was it Blanton's? A lot, well, quite a while the, the ago. The last time I entered one of these, it was a, it was like they had a whole list of, you know, tough to get ones that they were going to draw names for ah um, i've never gotten opportunity to buy a pappy though yeah okay i don't sure i've ever even seen a bottle of it except online uh one of one of the guys i one of my my bands has had it yeah um occasionally you'll you'll some bars will have it at a ridiculously high price oh but, sure uh, you know it, it's one of those like it's not nearly as good as what it costs. No, I, I figured. <laughs> and a lot, you know, you, if you look online, it's just, it, again, to remind people, this is a, a, a bourbon called Pappy Van Winkle's Private Reserve. And it's made by the Sazerac Company, who also makes Buffalo Trace and a bunch of other things. Blah, blah, blah. I think I... But, I, yeah. I, well, I I think I read that they're they're I don't... It's not like an amusement park, but I think they're making like a... Sazerac is making a... Oh, what is it? Fifty million dollar New Orleans um, experience place. <laughs> New Orleans? Yeah, Nolens. Why there? I don't know. I may have misread something. Well, maybe that's where they're based. I don't. I don't know. The narrator can check later. Not tonight, kids. I have a date.
with conjoined twins. Well, that that's that's, um, that's what I thought. We'll have to um, do a road trip. <laughs> so, on our last episode, we we talked about Christmas. Yeah, quite a bit. So, um, that was before Christmas, however, and all that. Uh, how was your Christmas and assorted holidays? Oh, it was fine. I mean, it was. Uh, let's see. You know, it, it, it's that time of year when. Uh, you kind of want to get back into the routine <laughs> a little bit because it, it's just you're all over the place. Like I was working a day and then you don't work a day. And then you, I mean, um, even my my son is 15 and he was he was ready to go back to school. So, I mean, it wasn't they didn't really have a really long winter break. It's not as long of a winter break as like a college or something. But I think they were both kind of ready to get back. Um, they, you know, they didn't do an awful lot. <laughs> uh <laughs> We, for New Year's, we actually actually went out. We uh, <laughs> the kids are old enough to uh, stay up a little later, of course. So we uh, actually went to a party of a friend's that has some kids too, and and they had some other people there. And I didn't get home till after. Well, it, it was about twelve thirty when I went to bed, and I don't think I've I don't think I've stayed up for a New Year's to ring in the New Year like that for a long time was good I mean, we didn't we didn't do we didn't do stuff with my brother uh up north in blaine um that we normally do because of uh scheduling and illnesses and different things like that but uh we'll, we'll get together with them soon hopefully how, how about you well yeah we'll you get together soon <laughs> you flew out to uh rapid city the the the, the focal point of our podcast apparently <laughs> well that was the a homeland. suggestion that uh, on on you you posted Matthew what P. we should talk about For and, frequent listener and commenter Matthew P and he said we should talk about Rapid City and future guest he has agreed to come on the show by the way <laughs> ha ha he so, he doesn't know what he's getting into he does not know no he does actually never mind <laughs> he of all people should know what he's getting into. <laughs> well we'll mix it up when he's on <laughs> I I think my next challenge is to convince uh, Paul S. Oh, do you, uh, to yes, have him he would be also great to have on the show. Oh, I'd love to have accent. him on. Yeah, right. Oh, our ratings would go up right there. Oh, you you, you put a bread on there and it's, it doubles <laughs> overnight. I some of what he does for a living, I don't think he could talk about though. But maybe I, I, this isn't like he's a. Well, pro- we could just tell him to make some stuff up. He's yeah. not a male prostitute or something, but or a drug dealer. <laughs> He's on the other side of the law. <laughs> so, so on. Here's here's the deal. So, when Matthew P is on, we will talk about the Vikings. <laughs> That's what the- and when Paul S is on, we'll talk about English football. <laughs> I, we, that we have, we know nothing. We'll let them talk because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> See, <laughs> now we'll have them both on, and they can debate which kind of football is better. Uh, Christine mentioned that we should talk about Diogenes. Yeah, well, she took it back. I noticed, but um, oh, she did. Her her second uh, comment was was one that we we might have a better chance of discussing in some amusing way would be the movie Zardoz. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. Which did you know that it takes place in the year twenty nineteen? Yes. Wait, so here we are. Get ready for the so, new. Uh... Okay. So here's your homework, Phil. Watch it for next time. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it next time. Okay, I will both watch it. I haven't, I haven't seen it in many years. It's no Satan's cheerleaders, but to each their own. I, I've been. I, I'm to. not sure I wanted to, but I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> I'll find it. Don't worry. <laughs> Is it X A R D O Z? No Z. <laughs> Z 
that takes you to a porn site. <laughs> Whoops. So Z A R D O Z. Z A R D O Z. Oh, I, I maybe I'm thinking of uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery Scotch. Zarnados. Zarnados. It's like a anti-inflammatory. Uh, um, helps you sleep medicine. Ask your doctor about Zardoz. <laughs> Zardoz. <laughs> Zardoz. Go, go to. Go, get your Z's. <laughs> go to bed in nice red diaper-like pajamas. With thongs. Suspenders. No, he, he, he has this funky leather thong he wears. Well, why wouldn't you? Oh, leather. Oh, she's I, Sean Connery. I, I, who's going to wear a leather thong? That's not a good idea. Well, let's talk about leather thongs. Oh, let's not. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I'll have to make another drink if you do that. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> uh, let's see. I So, one of the sources of my movies here is besides you know the usual suspects is dvd.com aka netflix which used to be just netflix dvd.com that's what it's called now you know because they have to differentiate themselves from the streaming one that you remember back in the the ancient days when netflix there was the site called netflix that sent you discs in the mail right right i was on there yeah, I used it for many years. I, I I even have like four at a time. Oh, jeez. Sometimes. And they had this little mini scandal, which uh, nobody listening will probably remember, but <laughs> <laughs> where where they started to, if you started to, you know, burn through them quickly enough, they oh, would. Oh, they throttled it. They throttle you. Yeah, they, they, they'd make all the stuff on your queue say long wait or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And they kind of got in some hot water for that. But at some point they offered they did this little experimental thing that they were going to start offering streaming movies. Right. And they just had a few things and it was just this ta- add-on thing to your regular Netflix DVD subscription. Yeah. And then at some point it flipped and the <laughs> DVD part died almost died out. In fact, they tried to spin it off as a separate company with this awful name named Quickster, which is whoever thought of that ought to be fired <laughs> or sh- should have been. <laughs> and they got a lot of crap for that and and quietly they changed the name to dvd.com oh. which is this weird little sub section of Netflix the streaming company which is now of course as everybody knows huge but can so can you have both packages at the same yeah, time yeah it's just an yeah. Ad, it's still an add on um i just pay a separate fee for that every month and what i like about it is they have all this back catalog old stuff you know, like yeah. special blu-rays that i can <laughs> Of course, being the media hoarder that I am, I get them in the mail and I rip them to my Plex server. And well, that's one thing I miss from having the DVD part was, uh, you know, you could get these really kind of obscure documentaries and and films and things like that that aren't on Yeah, Netflix. they still have a really deep catalog of old stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's not everything, but there's a lot of really interesting movies anyway we, w- we will definitely revisit that i i don't feel like i can comment on it much since i i barely remember it it's been too long i just i think we'll, i will come back to it i've seen the like fashion of course and uh maybe an orgy scene or something i can't remember yeah it's it's definitely one of those cult classic movies uh, dystopian future that kind of stuff i may be confusing it with caligula was diogenes in that one <laughs> Okay, no. Anyway, we're uh, <laughs> we're all okay. over the place. <laughs> that, yeah, we have we covered all of our comments. 
Uh, and more. Yay! <laughs> I, I think I need a break already. Mm. I'll be right The back. only other follow-up oh. before we take a break. Yeah, yeah. No break for you, Phil. John is a workaholic. Other follow-up. At the end of our last episode, our song was a, a recycled one, as we sometimes do. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk. We, we didn't really give it any context. No, we didn't explain. <laughs> we, we mentioned it, but we didn't explain it. So, and I didn't record a little intro to it, so I thought maybe I'd explain it. Okay. So the the song, if you remember, if you actually listen to it, it's called <laughs> Gold Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and what it is is, is a... So so back in the day, actually actually this car wash it's a car wash. It was behind the big D. Yeah, the, the, which I think is still called Big D. Oh, it, on it's Mount on the Rushmore corner Road of Rushmore there? Road and Franklin Street, really close to where I grew up. Sure. And they had a car wash and you'd go to the little automated thing and the the recorded voice you would get your car wash and they had the gold <laughs> the gold 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 silver bronze, I think is what, yeah. how they did it. So depending on how much you wanted to spend. And if you selected it, they would, I, for some reason I never had the the silver or the bronze. I always had the gold. Maybe that's the one that you got free when you filled up or something. The gold wash. It's our finest wash. Yeah. So the little voice we you selected the gold wash. Our finest wash. Was well, like, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not really exaggerating. No. And I mean, I South Dakotans probably do have that. A little bit of an accent like that, but although I've heard South Dakota is one of the most devoid of accent of any um, United <laughs> States uh, state, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, there, I, there is a wash in there maybe, but I, uh, I've never heard anybody pronounce it that uh, <laughs> distinctly except on that little, and we never recorded it. But then it went away one day, and I guess many years later that inspired us to write the song. So yeah, and so, so what? what inspi- so yes, it would say this thing, and, and and the reason we did this is at some point, I, my dad, and oh, God, it's dad again. <laughs> <laughs> he, we just ought to call it. He ran through the car dad, wash. Dads and dads and booze. <laughs> um, he was drunk and ran through the car wash. He did naked, no <laughs> gold wash <laughs> with, a, with a leather thong on. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't need to picture that. No, I, that's horrible. I'm a I'll very I'm out. a very visual person. <laughs> unfortunately, no, um, you you can leave it. No, no, but, but one day, but you know, years ago, not that many years ago, what was it, 2009 or 10 or something, whatever that was. No. I I get I get a call from my dad, my late father, and <laughs> you know, hey, what's going on, Dad? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, it's your son. Um, <laughs> I sounded like Sean. No. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm gonna. Hi, re- I'm Sean. I'm gonna. Ref- I'm gonna come back to that actually. Oh, so you sound like me this episode. This is the worst episode ever. No, you're 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 like me today. You're more random than <laughs> anyway. What? So okay. He so he calls up and says. <laughs> They took away the gold wash. <laughs> That's, That's right. Said, the first thing out of his mouth, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's what. And, yeah, it's like what they, it was. they and they changed it. It doesn't. It, it 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 the 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 recorded voice says like gold wash. Oh. Like the rest of us would say it. No. He, he was really bummed out about that. They uh, homogenized it or something. <laughs> and that inspired us to oh. make that song, which which we, I got to point out that Sean 
collaborator Sean also is on that song too. So yeah, uh, especially at the end when he's doing the little. <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm, I I think it's hilarious and oh, the 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 car wash okay. sound effect. So beyond that, it's the, the car wash. Um, there are a couple of references in the song that might sound a little strange. So one of the the the, the lines says, "There are no left turns at the gold wash." Yeah, yeah. That's a reference to the old uh, <laughs> practice of not letting people turn left after what it was at seven p.m. on yeah. Mount Rushmore Road well, to prevent cruisers. Yeah, because in small towns, that was cruising was the big thing back then. So they were trying to cut back on that. People had to turn. You had to turn to do the loop, and I don't know. You just they turn drive f- through the neighborhoods, piss people off. So at some point, they put all these no left turn lights uh, all along the street, which also was a political statement, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which well, that was our, that was our joke. Like there are no left turns in Rapid City. You know, we're, yeah, go we're, we're right wing. You know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Except which, which you could you could turn funny. left by your house. <laughs> Yeah, well, that it's. I noticed it started a block after my house, yeah, so you see? know, you know, uh, past my house, it was a free, free for all crime zone, hoodlums <laughs> turning left. I did they, you they, ever, they cruisers? Did you ever cruise? No, I, I did a couple times. I put the. I wasn't cool enough to cruise. Either was Phil, but that didn't stop him. Put the got my VW bug and my yellow bug and turned up the wall of voodoo real loud and. Drove around. Oh, right there. That should have disqualified you right there. Well, at one at one point, um, I I I don't know. I, I I was kind of naive, but I I will admit. But I I was driving around and somebody was kind of following me, and it was a, a lady. Was uh, it Lloyd Lammers? No. <laughs> Sorry. No. I wouldn't have stopped for him. I didn't before. But um, I, it was a a lady, and so I. I, finally, I stopped and I just, you know, I guess you just stop at a parking lot and talk or something. I, I wasn't quite sure how cruising worked. <laughs> and she, you know, she and I are talking and, and uh, I don't know, I didn't talk. She was an older, an older lady and I didn't really know what to say to women hardly at all. No, I, I did. But yes, you but, did. but a stranger, I didn't know. So I was like, well, what do you do for a living? And she said, well, I, I, I sell. Huh. And I, I, I said, uh, um, oh, you're, you're in sales. <laughs> and she said, yeah, yeah. And we just, there was these long, awkward pauses. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, later on, I maybe it was even two years later or something. I looked, I thought back, oh, she was going to sell drugs or something. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. but I, I, I had no idea. In the parking lot. I was like, well, what do you sell? She's in sales. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, uh, well, what do you sell? And she said, well, you know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. If you have to ask, <laughs> you don't get any. <laughs> this kid's a narc. But, um, I can just picture you driving around in that bug blasting Mexican radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also, I, well, I was, I, I had fear. I don't know if you ever heard that band. It's, it's kind of terrible, but, um, I Sounds went through, horrible. I went through a fear phase, a short, a short fear phrase so it's just kind of like heavy metal punk and it's uh very crude the lyrics and i i think the lead singer may be may have had some nazi connect i didn't know that at the time and i could be wrong but it was very crude and and uh and uh 
offensive and i i don't know i think one of their songs was fresh flesh um <laughs> fresh flesh oozing through the slime but the one song they had that was really funny was uh new york's all right if you like saxophones and then it had a saxophone solo and i was like it's <laughs> just screaming and i i don't know i thought that song was pretty funny there were no devo or wall of voodoo or anything like that but or Oingo Boingo, that was better. Well, I guess. Wow. Well, let's let's take a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. I'm actually done with my my Vesper. I'm gonna oh make something easier. Make a Visper. Okay. Night. Ah. Oh. You're not back yet. Well, okay. This is a part of the show where I'm gonna make up a song. Since I was in a town, small town cruising, no left turns, cruising for bruising, found an old lady by the side of the road, and she gave me a cookie. Oh, I should uh, log roll here. Uh, I have a new podcast, a uh, solo podcast, called Semaphore Here and Before, where I... Uh, do little improv stories it's a bite-sized podcast or fun size you could say uh episodes are about seven minutes long five to ten minutes long so uh check that out semaphore here and before but maybe i'll have special guests on there too and if you're interested uh let us know or let me know let it snow it's beginning to look a lot like death Bernards. Oh, he's doing the shaker one. Everybody should mail themselves 25 cents. This would help keep the United States Postal Service solvent. Hi. Ah, <coughs> oh. uh, the, the, the <laughs> sick bay. The audience and I were just having another moment together. Oh, good. I, I, I just, <coughs> I had all my <laughs> vesper paraphernalia out, so I had to make another. Drink. Oh, jeez, you're gonna be, you're gonna be flying high, flying high. Come fly with me. Speaking of James Bond, you're an all-time high. Isn't that a James Bond song? You could have been sky high. <laughs> Thunderdome, Thun- yeah, Thunderballs, Thunderballs. Chris Matthews is Agent James Balls. So speaking of uh, Chris Matthews, I-, I am back in the kitchen tonight. <laughs> back in, in the kitchen again. I wasn't making martinis down <laughs> in my office. <laughs> that would be a nice um, office, kind of a madman setup. I-, I yeah, it could have its own uh, or madman, yeah. I bet you have never watched Mad Men. No, but I, but I, and I don't even have a wet bar. I have a dry bar. What's a dry bar? Oh, I guess a bar with no sink. <laughs> oh, isn't, could, isn't that the difference? Maybe I didn't even know that was a thing. A sink would be nice. I I could have a, a dry bar down the stairs, but yeah, um, I Some, someday. <clears throat> I mentioned Sean's voice. Yeah. So you might. Gentle listeners, you may have noticed that <laughs> Gentile. <some point. 
<laughs> or Gentile, <laughs> that we we like to do a little oh, voices. We never. I, I think we referred to what it means at some point. But. Yeah, we probably did. But so the funny, th- so we usually associate that with our our dear friend and relative Sean. No, he's not my relative. <laughs> I said respectively. <laughs> I don't know how respectfully it is. It's not very respectful at all. R a s b c t. Um. You know, you're so, you're singing a lot more on the podcast than you said you would. <laughs> Am I breaking some kind of a deal? I think you said like, you'd never sing on it. I'll record a podcast with you, John, but you can't sing. No, no, it was the other way around. <laughs> I wanted you to sing on a song once, mm. maybe maybe someday. You have a very I good got, Louis Armstrong. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't do it right now because I'll sound like Yoda instead of you, Louis Armstrong. Oh right, we're gonna do a Louis Armstrong as Yoda song. As Yoda, yeah, I could, I could have Louis Armstrong <laughs> reciting <laughs> lines from Empire Strikes Back. Go. He, <laughs> no, do Louis Armstrong lyrics in in the Yoda uh, grammar. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that would take some work. I can't, I can't, I can't function at that level right now. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, what, what, what do you so, think of this? So the reason the I'm, I'm getting around to this, so we're watching this. We've been watching British baking show. Right? Oh yes, I mentioned last episode. BBS. Everybody is watching this show. It's 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 great. You know, I don't need to plug it, but it's. So we got into the later seasons, and there is this guy on it who's one of the hosts, whose name is Noel, I think. Yeah. Well, there's Paul Hollywood. I saw he's got a show on Netflix, a travel show in America or something. No, really? Yeah. Uh, he rides a motorcycle or something. His name is totally meant for the United States. I don't know what. Paul Hollywood. Maybe he's in porno. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think Paul Hollywood soggy name bottoms. is Noel Fielding. Yes. Okay. His name is Noel Fielding. <clears throat> yeah. I, I had formerly known from the sitcom The IT Crowd, which, if you have never seen it, it's great. Wait, please he's on, watch it. He's on um, the Soggy Bottom Show? He he is one of the, the hosts. I didn't know. Oh, well, uh, they, on they the later ho- seasons. Oh, okay. They alternate hosts. Oh, that's um, interesting. The, there's two ladies at the be- the first three or four seasons, and I've then only, it switches. I've only seen a couple of the first few. Yeah, okay. I get it. So, after at some point, they switch it up, and... Um, Noel's it's on another. It? It's another lady and Noel Fielding. Okay, so which one is he? Was he? Was he the? Uh... He he wasn't one of the main characters. He had this occasional role as this goth who worked in the server room or something. Oh like no, no! I saw a picture of him as a new host. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yep. goth he, guy. He, and you know, I thought, well, okay, because the the two the two ladies that are <laughs> they're both comedians actually. Yeah. Who are in the first few seasons are really good i like them a lot sure, sure. and I, I at first i thought oh i don't know because i thought they were great but this guy is hilarious oh he was really funny i i happened to see one of those episodes that he's in yeah uh and the it crowd and hilarious he is so funny you know he's yeah. this weird goth guy that <laughs> the thing is I, I didn't realize he's actually a, is really a goth and i think they just wrote the character based on him <laughs> but at the time i didn't i didn't know who he was so it just was just like oh this is funny dude playing a goth he he, he plays himself yeah i think he basically plays himself but on 
on the baking show, like, so they, they do this little thing where at the beginning, which if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. But right before they're about to start their competition part, they, they go, ready, set, bake. And, and you know, they, they all do it. They all say it in funny voices and things like that. And, you know, the, the, the ladies would do it in a certain way. And they'll go, let's say, bake. <laughs> Whatever. But but he often says it in a way. He goes, oh, ready, set, bake. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. It, it's basically the Sean voice. <laughs> Well, Which I don't know if there should be a technical term for it because it's not just Sean who does it. Apparently, no. This so, high tenor kind of squished um, tone, yeah, vocal, yeah, pinched, vocal, pinched vocal Martian, Marvin the Martian. I don't know what it is. Well, okay, so now you're getting in because I I like to do voices and I've I've mm-hmm. I've I've tried to. It, yeah, it's almost a cartoony kind of voice, which we just call the Sean voice. And the first time that. Mary Jane and I are sitting watching it because, truth be told, she, she when we make the little Sean voice on the on the podcast, she she rolls her eyes. Says, oh, that's so so dumb. <laughs> it, 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 she can defend it if she'd ever come on the show, but she doesn't want to. So whatever. But but we're watching the British baking show, and and and, and Noel Fielding goes bake, <laughs> and, and I just laugh my ass off. It's like it's the Sean voice. <laughs> Somebody else is doing it. Well, okay, so, but this is something I thought about a little bit. I, I thought of really trying to map this out like a voice tree, but like so the, the Mar- oh. Sean voice, the Martian. Um, I'm trying to think of Shmoo. Remember Shmoo? Oh, Shmoo, you're right. Shmoo. Shmoo is part of that family. Shmoo. There's a voice family for this that kind of squished voice. I'm trying to think of other voices. Um, but there's other voice voices like uh, you got the old Wild West kind of uh, that that kind of or, or stubby the voice that I came up with was a variation. There's a Western gruff kind of cowboy, sure, or, or to sidekick the thing. The, Minor a guy. certain offshoot of that would be maybe uh, Yosemite Sam or something. Sure, like that. yeah, and okay, Yosemite okay, Sam is in that voice family of like of Yukon Cornelius from the Rudolph. <laughs> And so, but but then there's like other voices, like you know, You're Don- going Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded almost like the. That's another no, voice I, family. I, sorry, I was I was yeah I was conflating. No, you you sounded like um, the, the Misfit Toys on that one. The remember the the Jack in the Box or, or the Charlie in the Box, or the John in the Box, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so, why we're Misfits. <laughs> there. <laughs> See, that's a voice family. Then there's uh, then there's kind of the God, Satan, Don Pardo family, mm-hmm. and <laughs> very important. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a crucial one. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I've, I've got to chart it all out, and but you should really make a flow chart. Oh, fine. Do people know who Don Pardo is anymore? Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. No, he. Uh, well, he was the narr- uh, the uh, not the narrator. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> no, he would. You he, wish. What? What do they call? He's not Wrong. an MC. He's not an MC, but he he did the um, intro to Saturday Night Live and read the thing at the end, at the beginning. But yeah, yeah, he was the announcer. Announcer. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> For oh. the original SNL, yes, and and he, uh, yeah, he's he's one of my favorite uh, announcers. 
okay. one of my favorite voices. But he, uh, but we, we, I, I developed a character kind of based on him on our early tapes. So maybe we'll force people to listen to a scene someday. But it's coming. <laughs> Dawn is coming. Um, did you have a topic you wanted to address? I don't know. Um, we're almost done. Summer I, jobs. We're almost out of time. Is that too much for us to do? <laughs> well, we could. Yeah, I, we, we could try that. Okay, let's talk about summer summer <clears throat> jobs. Everybody listening has probably had one, or, or we used to call them shit jobs or whatever. And this is kind of the you know high school slash college student raise money for whatever job. Yeah, yeah. Which you know I think we both had interesting ones in our high school and college careers. Um, I think you know I worked a lot of retail in my my years. <laughs> Some way more than I cared to admit, but um, probably the most interesting one was probably the. If I say probably a few more times, it'll help. But um, <laughs> oh, probably the 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 horse thief campground. Oh yeah, yeah. Which you know it, it barely counts because it was the place was owned by family friends. You know the Rons. Yep. And I used to work there. I think I worked there three or four years. Three or four summers. Yeah, summers, of course. And quite frankly, I don't know how that place ever made money with the amount of stuff we wasted. And <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, at certain times, you know, um, the Ron brothers, which one of who might be listening right now, you never know, worked there. And also our friends Eric. And er- Eric is coming, by the way, on a, is going to be on a future episode. Well, he's like waiting for Godot. We always say that. Yeah, I know. Um, we're working <laughs> on it. I think. I think maybe the next episode he'll be a guest. So oh, all right, um, stay tuned for that. That'll be exciting. He'll be able to tell us all about his uh, jobs at the uh, Roger Fry Paint and Supply Store. <laughs> I don't know. Which, I if he, if, which, if he's listening, he'll totally he'll pipe Gr- up. Groan. Time to lean, and here's a song. More fun than listening to paint dry. Or the 1880 train. Oh, I've heard those stories. Yeah, he had to work with Lee. He also worked at the campground one year. Yeah. I've heard some of these stories. And he worked at a cave, I think, once, too. One of the crystal caves. That's right. So the campground was probably my most interesting shit job part of my career. Yours is probably Easy 101 FM. Yeah, that was a weird experience. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> do you want to go first? I could talk. So my first year of college, I went to uh, Black Hill State College um, back before all the colleges in South Dakota became universities, so it marketed better. Um, and and they, they even came... I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. No, no. <laughs> go ahead. At Black Hill State University, success is in your reach. Oh, you're you're really you are really singing a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's those vespers. It's it, there's a lot of booze in these things. <laughs> Fuck. Well, no, it, <laughs> I'm I I don't know why. I you remember probably, that stupid jingle. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have two vespers and record a podcast. Mm-mm. Now, so but, sorry, I keep going. No, but so. I, I had a job um, on the weekends of the, uh, I was the overnight DJ at Easy 101, 103 FM, keeping you company in the wee hours of the morning. 
and uh, it was a. We all need somebody to keep us company in the hours <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> it was an easy listening station, and I had to work overnight, so it was. It was. Uh, I remember drinking um, a lot of coffee to try to stay awake. There was a couple times because back then it was huge, huge hours and hours of uh, music on reels to reels, and you'd pause it at certain points and then do a spot there would be a commercial or you know at every hour or whatever you'd have to say the station's letter uh call name or whatever it was called and uh i'm guessing you could time it if you could automate it a little bit so you could you probably could have recorded yourself (laughs) doing everything and just somehow programmed it so you wouldn't actually have to be awake all night but i don't know it was something to do when i was young and, and dumb and uh, I, I recorded, there was a little tiny tape recorder that you could, I had to actually record some of my spots. Um, then those were kind of critiqued or whatever by a supervisor. I guess you'd say critiqued. I get feedback on it. So, but sometimes I'd, I'd also record um, the music and we used it quite a bit um, in our early tapes, uh, soundtrack stuff. There was two studio. There was the main studio. Then there was another little studio that where they would do the LPs. I'm sure at one point it was the other. It had flipped, but um, LPs. The only time I had to do that was Sunday. Um, Sunday evenings. I didn't necessarily work just overnights, um, but Sunday. Sunday they had a, a 1940s uh, themed show. Uh, oh, what was it called? Darn it, Time. I don't remember what it's called, but they played uh, 40s music. It wasn't just easy listening. And that got, you could call sometimes of certain songs. You know, somebody would call in and, oh, I liked when you played um, as if I had any choice. It was just a huge tape. But <laughs> there were easy listening songs and interspersed with vocals. And I, I lived for those, you know, because you can only, I mean, that easy, that music was just, it was, it was tough sometimes to sit through and uh I, I would turn it down sometimes and just kind of sit there but you had to kind of keep an ear out for it to hear when it went out when that went out because you had to talk or whatever you know it's like oh frank sinatra or something so i talk about frank sinatra a little bit and then one one day i started getting phone calls um from uh a little light would come up and you know because it didn't want to interrupt when you were talking and uh play the music again and pick up the phone and with this there was this lady and she evidently had some kind of um, relationship with um, Frank, and uh, so she talked about him a little bit. I wish I wish I would have recorded the conversations, but uh, but I did. That would be great, <laughs> or at least remembered more of him. But I should have taken notes or something. But she was talking. There's that one song of Frank Sinatra sings of when I was uh, when I was 21. It was a very good year. It was a very good year. Yep. But yep. but I with blue bloods and. <laughs> one of the lines I think is referring to a threesome. I I don't could, know. Yeah, it could be. That, I, that song the, has a lot of. I heard angles. the song a lot. <laughs> I heard the song a lot, and I, I took it as him and two other ladies, uh, um, went upstairs and something or other. But anyway, I kind of envisioned that she was one of those two ladies, and <laughs> I never asked her. Did she too, ride in limousines? I was too polite. Question. No. Well, she lived in Spearfish, South Dakota, but maybe she had it sometime. Who knows where oh, she had lived see, before? Don't you, don't you wish she could go back and explore that more? and Just interview her or something. Because probably there's some fascinating stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe she was making I mean, it up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe none of it was true. I don't know. But, but anyway. 
So, so I didn't, you know, Phil, it's funny. I didn't realize you actually talked to people. Well, not a lot, but there were, there were call-ins. What, what, the other time I mm-hmm. got calls was, um, uh, the lady after me that I was supposed to go, um, I think it was like the early Monday morning farm report or something, stock report or something. <laughs> and uh, I had never done it. And the lady that was coming after me that always does it, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, had called in sick. And uh, I was like, you know, so somebody called me and said, okay, print it out off the AP, blah, blah, blah. We had this really old printer in the in another in a different room i had the whole i had the whole the whole radio station to myself it was really weird but um so i'd go to the printer room and print out this thing and it was a bunch of numbers and letters and i didn't know what to do with it so i did the best i could but i mean oh the phone started going crazy and i was like i'm not going to answer it because i know i screwed it up and farmers are pissed off and you don't want to piss off. You don't want to piss off a farmer. And this lady runs in and takes off her coat, and she's like, "I'm feeling better," or something like that. You know. <laughs> so she she redid it, and I was like, she. <laughs> I felt bad because she couldn't, she couldn't stay home sick. But I I, I don't know what I was doing. It's like, uh, a a nine uh, up three hog futures. Or <laughs> yeah, I I don't know whether the codes meant or anything. It was terrible. I'm sure. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's what, they probably didn't pay you worth a shit. Well, what did I get? Like eight you bucks, know? eight bucks or nine bucks an hour if I worked overnight. No, that, well, at that time that wasn't so bad. In South Dakota, I think I got nine bucks an hour if I worked well, overnight. What, was minimum wage still three thirty-five an hour then? <laughs> God, it probably was. It, I mean, it, I think they held what on is it to now? that minimum wage for. <laughs> 30 years or something like What is it now in South Dakota? It can't be much better. As little as possible. <laughs> 7.75. That, that is a great experience, though. The other, the other fun thing was doing a live uh, simulcast. Uh, it was stressful, but I did the live simulcast for a 4th of July thing where I was... <laughs> I, had to, I had to coordinate this whole thing where, like I was saying, the main studio is where we did most of the recording... But the LP section was in a smaller studio. And so, and we had a live remote that I had to patch in. A guy was at the fireworks display, uh, my supervisor or whatever, who was another DJ. And um, I had to coordinate all these. The music was live and it synchronized to the fireworks. So I had to get it just right, the timing. Shit. And and, uh, (laughs) that was worth more than $8 an hour, I think. But that hour felt like um, it felt like like at least three hours, four hours. Now you know how we feel because it was it was I was so mentally, uh, but it worked somehow. The the guy was really happy, and I I don't know why they that must have been before I screwed up the far, farm report, or they wouldn't have trusted <laughs> me with that. <laughs> so if anyone's listening, uh, if any of you old farmers, I apologize. Um, for screwing up your Monday morning farm report. Wow. <laughs> well, there's some Brugger stories too. I don't know the the one the one Brugger story I remember in particular was because uh, when you're baking, you have an apron and you're you're dealing with the water a lot because you spray down the slats and the and you you know you kind of get wet and you're you're sort of damp. <laughs> you're sort of damp for hours basically. <laughs> and I remember one the, another another baker. Uh, his name was Matt, who I think on his breaks he'd smoke pot. He always seemed kind of stoned. And even in the morning, wake and, wake and bake. But he, <laughs> he was like, you know, I, I one day he pulled me aside. And I was like, I, he said, I, uh, 
I'm uncomfortable talking to you about this. I was like, oh, God, what? Is he going to come out or something? I don't know what was going to go on. I was naive, so I didn't have any idea what he might say. But he, but basically what he said, it's like, I got this uh, rash rash thing on my crotch that won't go away. And I said, and I said oh, it, you, it's swamp rot. You have swamp rot. That's what they used to call it, NAM. So I told him how to get rid of that. But because you're... you're how, wait, 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 wait. How did you know about it, and how did you know how to get rid of it? Because I had it earlier. Oh, I, you, yep. shit. Because you're, 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 your crotch is, like, damp for hours every day, all day long. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have it. I'm not comparing baking to being a nam or nom, but uh, I can't. Were you in the shit? <laughs> I was in the shit. <laughs> But anyway, I, I don't know. I said, yeah, you got to get this this spray or something. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, so that's the that's the Brugger. <laughs> there were there were other Brugger stories, like getting pissed off and going into the, you know, having a bad customer experience or something, and go into the walk-in cooler and scream your head off because nobody could hear you when you were in there. Son of a bitch! Or you could uh, sing in there to release stress. Oh. Okay, Phil, do you have a recommendation for this week? Bitter Dregs. I recommend Bitter Dregs. Um, I recommend John's... Uh, <laughs> I recommend my new podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, you should plug it. Oh, I already talked about that when we were... When you were making a drink. No. Really? I did, yeah. Um, what? A okay. recommendation. Oh, um... What? That sneakers was kind of fun when we watched uh, when I was at your house last. That's we watched right. sneakers. So I made Phil watch the nineteen ninety two movie Sneakers. Yeah, it was kind of a Robert I guess, Redford. I guess you described it as kind of a capers movie. It's got you get a bunch of stars come together and and uh, have this. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It holds up in a way though too though that a lot of other movies at that time that tried to talk on up and coming things probably wouldn't have, but. Yeah, you know, because it it talks about uh, information is more important than governments and different things like that. That was kind of prescient, but it was it's lighthearted. But uh, and Dan Aykroyd, he he plays plays kind of a guy on the spectrum or something, and and uh, yeah. tech guy and uh, uh, conspiracy guy, and I oh oh um, uh, Sidney Poitier is in it, and he's he's good in everything, and and of course, speaking of Sean. Um, James Earl Jones is, uh, has a cameo at the end and, and, uh, so what, what was that about when you, you, you saw it, when yeah, you so saw the movie again, was ni- shot? Picture 19, 1992 <laughs> and we were in, sitting in the Elks Theater in Rapid City, South Dakota, <laughs> trying to tie it up here. After college. <laughs> yeah. That, that last year there were all about, about to graduate. Sure. What Lee and I called that period of our lives after college, we, we uh, well, I guess he was still in college, but um, we uh, called it floaters. We were float, kind of like floaters. A floater, <laughs> a floater was the term for when you're bagel, when you're a bagel uh, baker, when you do the, you know, with water, you boil some water with malt to get that nice, nice crust uh, and sheen. And uh, every now and then you'd get this floater, which was sort of a, just kind of hanging out thing that probably didn't. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it, it it didn't turn out right or something. It had too much of something, or it was in there too long. 
um, so we just we <laughs> that we would just say, well, we're we're floaters, you know. That was kind of how what we came up with. But we we were working. We thought of it would make a nice movie, but we never. I think probably somebody else did it and called it Clerks, but I don't know. But <laughs> but uh, we had a movie idea about it. <laughs> For some reason, Sean and I and others might have been present. Maybe Rob. No, Rob wasn't there. I'm sure he was more productive. But um. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're sitting in the the Elks Theater. I I don't know why I remember it was at the Elks, but I'm pretty sure it was. We're watching this movie, and James Earl Jones appears near the end, and Sean just yells out, "Oh my God, it's James, James Earl, Earl Jones!" Jones. <laughs> and everybody just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with this guy?" <laughs> and none of us could tell him. No, but yeah, hilarious. I I just I I remember over the years hearing that story, but that became a one of our taglines or whatever. You know, another thing we're watching right now is uh, Blue Planet Two, which I don't know how old that is, but that's got David Attenborough's narrating again. And what about you? We're still watching the Baking Show. Um, and getting baked. Getting baked. No. Um, <laughs> if I haven't mentioned it before. Um, watch The Good Place. Oh, do you like that? I really like it, yes. You know, uh, my daughter was watching it for a while. I think she watched all that was on Netflix oh, or whatever, and she liked it. Check but it I, out. Well, yes. I, I saw part of the first one, and I thought, well, this could be interesting, but I never uh, I never, I never went with it anymore. But you know, yeah, you like the, it, huh? The, I like it a lot. And speaking as a person who is not somebody who used to watch Cheers all the time with you know, Ted Danson. He's great in this show. Oh, well, he's got a, this nice uh, quaff of white hair. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he he's looking looking good, and the show is really quite interesting and has a lot of surprising depth to it. Okay, I'll, I'll, and it's very I'll very it funny, more. very clever. Um, huh? Yeah, I would highly recommend if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's no it's no highway to heaven. You know, I my favorite Ted Danson Aww. Ted Danson thing is I, I don't think he was in much after Cheers and had had his uh, whatever phase. But I remember when he uh, was dating Whoopi Goldberg for a couple weeks there or something. Oh, do you remember that? They were just like <laughs> crazy, like kids or something. It was really funny. I don't know. It was, but I don't think maybe it was only for a couple weeks. But maybe okay. that's why his, his 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 hair got the the shock of of. <laughs> his hair turned gray oh my my version of the vesper i called a visper yes <laughs> why is it called a visper uh, is it, i don't know is that kind of a scandinavian way to say uh well like i have an oily fashion and now i have a visper you should post the <clears throat> post it on our facebook uh maybe i will i posted it on my facebook but I didn't um, post it on the page. Facebook. And just as long as we're talking about social media, no. make sure you not only like us on Facebook, but also go to the iTunes store and leave a review for us. Yes, that would be helpful. I think we have a couple, a couple reviews, but re- more reviews would be nice. And, and, yes, and, please. You know, and, and, and you can be honest, but, but, uh, because we're we're past seven hundred downloads now, and I know it's not just the two of us. <laughs> Even somebody if, is listening. 
even if we download it on every freaking device we have. I, I know. I really try, and I can't get my mom to do it. Or <laughs> You should have just borrowed her phone and set it so it started downloading so we could get I 710. <laughs> That's why we're at 700. <laughs> every time I get a chance, I was like, let me see your phone. I'm going to subscribe you to our podcast. <laughs> well, and it's her birthday yesterday? Today. Today, right? Happy birthday, My mom's John's birthday mom. is today. Hi, happy birthday if you're, if you're listening to this. That's poor, awkward. The, the poor suffering moms. My mom exactly. never quite got my humor. But she figured out later <laughs> on that other people thought I was funny, so I must be funny. <laughs> must be. Well, when you grow up, or so when you're, I, I think the idea was, it's kind of like Sean would say, oh, nothing you do is surprising because... It's like everything I did was kind of crazy or whatever. Not everything. You know, my mom, that's just the way I was, you know. But then she realized from seeing other people's reactions <laughs> that I was something. <laughs> A comedy genius. <laughs> I don't know. I've been called that once, but I don't know. That guy was. That was the old days. I'm nowhere near okay. as funny as I used to be. I got to go make tacos. I think you need to make another Vesper. No, no, no. <laughs> it's I've taco way too much. It's Taco Thursday at John's this Kitchen. It's terrible. <laughs> God, too much booze. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, John. <laughs> good night, John boy. And here's the song. Take two vespers and call me in the morning. It's not too early cause I'm sleeping it off One for my headache and one for my heartache Maybe another for my persistent cough I drink like a British spy But when I'm on the beach The birds pass me by When I play cards I'm dealt the dead man's hand Maybe I'm better off here in the bed Cause it's all about the bass Or so the song says So I'll take two vespers That's what I fool as Take two vespers And call me in the morning Just not too early Cause I'm sleeping it all